this Titans 10K. Or fi- actually, oh, it's I'm a gonna... 5K. It's actually only a 5K. I bet it's $250. No, $55. Close, Luke. It's 50 bucks. I think that's a lot for... Is that a lot? Is that a lot for 5K? I think they're charging like $50 for the ticket and maybe like $5 for road closures around the, <laughs> around the stadium. What do you get as a part the of one dollar and the $1 for the, uh, and the $1 to mingle with the cheerleaders. <laughs> they have to make their uh, 15 cents an hour somehow. Oh, gosh. What are, yeah. What are the costs associated with a 5k other than like bulk t-shirt order and crappy refreshments? You get one whole beer after a 5K. Thank you very much, Toilet. A beer? No way. Oh. That's at, like those like tough mutter fake things. Aren't we Ever- so zany? Yeah. Are we so zany? We we ran and now we drink beer. Every single race I've ran has had beer at the finish line. What? That frat. seems very frat, but not well. I bet there's a lot of people not partaking. Uh, what why is it? Of- why isn't there a beer at like the second mile? There we go. The The, the World Beer Mile Championships are in Chicago, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Toilet, you you should run it. No, I'm going to New Jersey. I wish I could. If I wasn't going to New Jersey, I would 100% be there. Is it uh, one beer every 400 meters? Yeah. And then, so it's, do you have to drink a beer before you start? Do you start uh, a drink? Four beers and four laps. Okay, so you have to do. So one you drink one you when start. you start and at the start of each lap. So yeah, and you can't be moving while you're drinking. No, it's uh, drunk driving rules, like Mario Kart oh. drunk driving rules. You have to put what the controller you, down when you're drinking the beer. Would you be allowed to to do a lap and then come to the finish line and chug two beers? Do a lap come to the finish line chug two beers and then just haul ass the last i two. feel like i feel like they it's, let you they let you sort of do it like nascar pit stop style where it's just like you can kind of pit whenever you need to but you just have to get oh. four pits in before okay before the mile is over right oh big are those NASCAR the nascar guy? rules you have to have four pits no i'm just i'm just uh i'm i'm making i'm t- it's nascar adjacent which we could we could go into that because I, I did go to nascar a couple weeks ago well, let's just jump right in with motorsport. That's what you came here for. This is a Midwest podcast, and my name is Toilet. My name is Luke. And I'm Sack. Vroom, vroom. Our foremost, uh, not F1, but NASCAR uh, <laughs> correspondent, boots on the ground with the very coolest T-shirt, a T-shirt that goes hard. Some the NASCAR uh, Beer 500 was a massive failure when when Kyle Busch had to drink 500 beers. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stewart was like, this is a Saturday night. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. your topical Tony Stewart joke. People raise hell, killed someone. praise Dale. Yeah, ra- raise hail, praise Wait, Dale. Did he commit vehicular homicide? Yeah. Yeah. Basically he was running a dirt track race like years ago and some kid cut him off. And then on the next lap, like the, he like, like the kid got out of his car and like yelled at him and Tony Stewart just like drove right into him and everybody kind of just like, let it go. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh he's laid. He's I'm laid. Late. I believe he's Luke, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's laid pretty low. This was pretty, this, this was recent. 
Yeah, I think it was within the last like five or six years or so. I'm gonna do a Wikipedia if you want to recount your experience, and then I can uh, report back. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll do so. I'll do some recounting. So uh, we went to the Nashville, the Ally 400. Um, Ally 400. Ally 400 uh, drove fast, turned left. Did you know that Ally was the like credit union for General Motors? That the federal government made them spin off as a result of the bailout in two thousand eight. So, so that they're no longer they're no longer financing uh, Yukons. They're financing <laughs> uh, like bathrooms. No, no, like the, empo- the employee credit union. Oh, the employee. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the lending arm of General Motors. I. Uh, I did not know that, but that's uh, but uh, it, it was it was a good it was a good race. We um, we we actually fun fun little facts. So we got there a little early. I mean, it was hotter than hell. So like envision Tennessee in the end of June, and I'm then, envisioning it, and then add a little like side of Mississippi, and that's what that was the kind of weather. That was the kind of weather we had. Um, to to my boy, I know I know you 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 as a, a man, you you run a little hot sometimes. You know, oh, run, yeah. a little, run a little hot. It would have been a miserable yep. day. I it the was fives just, would have been chafing at at levels we don't even understand yet. I I dumped like I felt a little guilty or not guilty. I felt like embarrassed about this, but like everybody was like leaving the house and getting into the car, and I was like, oh wait, I have to go grab something, and I forgot like pretending that I forgot something, and I actually just went in and ran to the bathroom and just like dumped a metric ton of anti-monkey butt powder just into my underwear. Mm-hmm. And it was a good Toi- move. Toilet, good how, move. how soon would the tarp be off at the at the NASCAR <laughs> event if it's 92 degrees outside? And oh, at 100% humidity. Um, Man, it's hard to, it's hard to plan out an outfit like that like i'm i'm a person who who has to check the weather every single day to plan out the outfit especially in the summertime uh mo- number one to reduce chafing number one issue for a larger mammal is the thighs rubbing together and creating an uncomfortable situation on the undercarriage so still perfecting <laughs> the technique of finding out how many layers of underwear do you go with the um the cotton do you go with the dry fit do you go with the two-in-one liner shorts underneath a pair of underpants to kind of create kind of a, a friction barrier for yourself. David Attenborough um, on planet Earth. As the orca whale makes its journey across the ocean, first it must consider, as a large mammal, the chafing, whether to go, <laughs> with, the, go with the cotton or the, or the dry fit. It really needs to look at the weather as it moves when, into when, the warmer Pacific waters. When the when the uh, when when the pods of of plankton rub get rub up against its undercarriage, <laughs> the irritation. Well, the other part of that you're describing is 92 degrees. I'm assuming the sun's out. Uh, we're pretty susceptible to sunburn over here too. So That's I probably true. would not have had the foresight to lube up the entire upper half. Uh, I think I would even I would kind of lean in, go opposite. I actually go long sleeve shirt with a very breathable fabric mm. and I would go with probably the smallest pair of shorts that I could find. I would you know, dress like a Saudi chic. Like I'm going <laughs> to the, the, they, they've got it figured out. They know what they're doing over there. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I might get invited to a box somewhere. Some racing team thinks like I'm some bin Salman or something. Mm-hmm. I'm up in the box. I'm having a great some, time. Some bin Salman. Uh, <laughs> no, Troy, I was going to say, 
I was going to say you, I was, I, I, when Luke gave me the over under on the tarp tarp off, I would say by the time you made it across the parking lot, the tarp would have been off. <laughs> Maybe I should just turn around and leave this in the car. Um, or I could, I <laughs> I could just it leave it on the ground. Head. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck it into my back pocket to just mop up some sweat later in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get. I got a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of compliments on my shirt. I not ironic. No, not not ironic. Comp actually, like a couple of very genuine. Like, I love. I love your shirt. Like, weren't like, you good, damn. brother? The, yeah, the Heather, the gray Heather, was definitely a bold choice, but. I could wear a black shirt the 92. We just talked about tarps coming off. Um, are you guys ready to hear about this really long and kind of depressing story? No, not really. I'm, I've got it pulled up okay. too. Are, are, you, well, is, are, we talk, are we talking about the rest of my experience at NASCAR or no? Yeah, yeah no, let's go I'm, through the rest of your NASCAR and then we'll talk about Tony Stewart killing okay. somebody in cold blood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so the, re- the rest of the, the rest of the, the rest of the race is good. We had a couple of rain delays, which uh, you want to know it's fun about a rain delay at a, at a, uh, a racing event is that there's barely any coverage to get underneath it's not like a uh not like a a baseball game or a, or a football game or something where you know you have like a concourse that everybody can kind of huddle under nope it's basically like high school football stands that are that are probably the size of like a, a football field in texas and then everybody had to huddle under there so anyways we ended up uh we we kind of had the best of both worlds because we got to watch about 150 laps and then we we went home and and caught the last of the caught the restart of the race at nine o'clock when the race originally started at four. So we caught the Ugh. restart at nine and then watched the end of the race from there. But I won, I won, I won money too. I bet on Chase Elliott to win. Thank you very much. 10 to one. Congratulations on your congrats. A, a nice yeah. cooling rain I'm sure was also very much needed after a day in 100% humidity. I'm sure the yeah. first, first moments were glorious and then yeah. And then, and then when the rain stops and then all of a sudden you just bake like you're like you're in a convection oven. You're sous veeding or you're being steamed. Like you're all yes. like little pieces of broccoli. Exactly. Little pieces of broccoli underneath a, underneath a metal hood. <laughs> um, but no, we, we got, we saw some, uh, saw some interesting things. We saw, saw some, some shirts, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, Pro, is Brandon of, is Brandon still going at NASCAR? Yeah, Brand, Brandon is still going. A lot of people were cheering for Brandon. Um, <laughs> a lot of pro Brandon material. Um, anti, a lot of uh, uh, anti Joe Biden material. Uh, that was not expected. Just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> um, no one saw that coming at all. You know, I I, I was uh, I, I was not going to canvas the uh, the crowd to see their to to find their opinions record. on uh, was well, going to do that or their opinions on the latest uh, Supreme Court uh, maneuver or uh, uh, Supreme Court rulings. Uh, but yeah, we had uh, we did we did we had a good time. We had a good time. Um, Is this a yearly event now? I remember yeah, it's a, year, it's a yearly about- event. Were you able to navigate the parking better? Oh my gosh. I can't believe you remember that. Yes, we, we did. We actually got in and out in like no time. 
um, it was so much better than last year that we didn't have to sit in three hours worth of traffic to go. One mile. An expert. And yeah, we're becoming, I'm an, I mean, I am an NASCAR. I'm what I, I guess yeah. would that put, make me a gearhead. Yeah. You're a motorsport enthusiast. You, you, yeah, you practice what you preach. Yeah. I'm a, mo- I'm a motorhead, I guess. I, I like to drive fast and turn left. What does a beer cost at the NASCAR function? Oh, actually, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked this. So they had, uh, I, and they have these, I, I don't know if they have these in most of the Chicago stadiums, but for some reason in all the Tennessee stadiums, they just sell the tall boy, like, uh, um, Bud Lights, like the, the one, those big cans that you get at like Lollapalooza or like a music mm-hmm. festival, that's all they sell. So they usually don't do drafts. So anyways, at the race, they had all of those from your major beers. And then they have one 12 ounce beer and it was Bush Light. And I was like, <laughs> give me those. Because the problem is, is if you can't drink one of those Bud Lights and a really, really hot day like that, you get warm beer for like the last third of the, of the can. Yep. So I was like, yep. give me, I'd rather have two. 12 ounce beers than one 24 ounce beer i had to do the math for a second yeah i'd rather have two 12 ounce beers than one 16 ounce beer (laughs) (laughs) no the drafts are so unwieldy at a stadium especially one where you're having to to traverse like a bleacher a stand of bleachers that's like three miles long you're doing the excuse me pardon me just spilling Coors Light all over the people in front of you, like uh, dunking in on their French fries. You're making enemies if you're not getting that in a can. So I think it's like a perfectly logical choice. But how much does a Bush Light cost at the NASCAR? Country? Oh, it was like it was like less than five bucks. Sweet. That's actually not bad. Like for for an event, it wasn't bad at all. No, that's that's good. I, I guess like what I guess what, guess guess what I did. A couple days Light. I drank Bush Light. Then a couple days later, I bought a twelve pack of Bush Light. Al, you're you're driving. You're <laughs> you're driving. <laughs> driving. Drive fast. Turn left. Okay, so are we gonna go into the Tony Stewart story? Well, I don't really want to read the rest of the story either. If anybody wants to uh on their own volition kind of check it out. But it seems like a lot of Tony Stewart hands have have fans have left their fingerprints all over this entry because there's a lot of very uh defensive and supportive of uh tony stewart is there editorializing yeah the other driver who was being very mean to tony stewart tony stewart great driver being very Um, unfair to tony stewart (laughs) so if someone is a short king and someone we like what what about someone who's short that we don't like what do we call them just short in general short (laughs) just short five nine ben shapiro (laughs) five nine (laughs) It's five, five nine. nine. That's a me jerk. <laughs> but you're a short king. This is just a short. He's a short. That's he's average bit, height. But 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 he's also probably not five nine. Let's be realistic. Yeah, he's probably sure. five seven. Maybe five. And he's one hundred and eighty pounds. Boots. Probably pushing. That 200. is that is so generous. Whoever said he did, he's five nine one eighty. I hope they <laughs> like. That's like the person in the WWE who does the like the tale of the tape for the wrestlers like coming in at six foot eight 350 <laughs> pounds um while we're still on the topic of motorsport we had a pretty um 
exciting is probably the wrong word, but a very a lot of action happened in the first lap of uh, the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. Uh, it was a case. very exciting British Grand Prix. The last 10 laps were electric. Yeah, it was definitely okay. exciting. The battle okay. between Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, uh, uh, Perez, and uh, what's his face? Lewis Hamilton at the end where they were just like all duking it out. Carlos Sainz ignoring team orders. You love to see it. You love to see it and getting his first win. Um, but I guess I was referring to the first lap where tragedy nearly struck, but luckily did not. Uh, as as Joe Guanyu of Alpha Romero slid upside down for what looked like a quarter mile, going like a hundred kilometers an hour. So glad he's okay, but that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that, that was fucking that is, crazy. That that was I I'm I, I'm hand up. I'm more of a NASCAR motorhead but i did see the crash and it was scary yeah where it flipped into like the chain link fence and was like the reason why they have that and not just a low fence because they don't want cars going into the stands like seeing that stress tested is never a good time at at the racetrack you know seeing the people who were kind of sitting in those stands they weren't really like making a break to like get out of the way yeah which i thought was a choice they were just kind of trusting in the chain link fence to catch the vehicle hurling towards them um i don't know if that's the choice i would make maybe they were just paralyzed by fear yeah if it's the two of us we're sitting in the front row there having some pints with the lads at Silverstone <laughs> at the British Grand Prix. You're looking at that and like, oh shit, that's a big crash. And then what are you going to do? You think the car is going to like flip up and come into the chain link fence? You're looking at it and you're like, well, now it's time for me to run. No, you're just <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm, I'm going out or I'm losing my leg and getting a big settlement from Alfa Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not his fault. That was all uh, George Russell's fault. I firmly yes. believe that. It love was that. absolutely George Russell's fault. According to all drivers, no driver has actually been responsible for any crash ever. It's always been not their fault. So that's kind of it's a, a cool. It's a, it's a racing incident. A racing incident. Uh, yeah, it's never never anyone's fault. But uh, glad everyone's okay, because that could have been a very huge bummer. Dangerous ass sport. Good reminder. Very dangerous. The lads are going fast. Lads are going fast. Rubin is racing. Many female NASCAR drivers? Bush, Danica Bush, Patrick. Bush. Oh, okay. Any Bucks, current, Bucks. current ones? Push, push. Any Zach? FF1, female yeah. Formula One? They have their own. Yeah, they have they have their, their, own, own their own series. The, the W series. They're on a okay. Dub series for the ladies. Okay. James Ooh, Win- the James the James Winston series. If you do women's Formula w- One, that doesn't work. Never mind. Not, are you going to do Formula One? Is that? What <laughs> 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 All right. Where are we? Uh, well, that was a great start. But where are we going next this week? There's a lot. There's actually some NFL news. Luke, are we ta- allowed to talk about the NFL? Do we want to do football in general? Because there's actually some big football news. Especially, it's so big that I'm going to replace the I with a one. Oh, you thought you were enjoying your summer vacation, Fourth of July holiday. You, in fact, I was just going to. 
you you thought you thought you were so excited for your Big Ten schedule in 2024, but mm-hmm. sir, let me let me be the first to ask you, how excited are you for USC Purdue? <laughs> how excited are you for UCLA Rutgers? You know, we're uh, we're you know living through such a period of such intense political polarization. It seems like every day you hear more and more stories of states threatening to secede or what a civil war would look like in the United States. And I think over Fourth of July weekend, we got our answer. It's going to be Big Ten versus SEC. And the states are already aligning around those two particular conferences. It's just a proxy war via football. (laughs) (laughs) I can't picture any USC or any UCLA football player with sleeves or looking cold that will probably be when it actually hits me when you know one of these teams is playing in iowa in november when it's like damn this is really happening yeah yeah like ucla goes to madison for uh for a late november game a late november new 11 a.m kickoff mm-hmm. and they line yeah, up in colors- the eye on third down <laughs> <laughs> those colors just don't really makes sense in cold like the baby yeah. blue yeah there's no, no baby blue it's, it's the same thing it's the same it's the same same argument about the miami dolphins candy ass uniforms yeah candy ass we use candy ass. for sure i mean USC, usc's is borderline candy ass your records yeah, the need to make a cross-country flight to play a basketball game on a tuesday <laughs> oh <laughs> The, the gambling they, outcomes, folks, are going to be hilarious. Are they, allowed, are they allowed to be in two different conferences for? Because like Notre Dame does no conference, and then they do ACC for basketball. Just, just I would not use Notre Dame as as a base test for this. For coherent well, Dame's organization for, co- for coherent basket basketball football alignment conference. Who are alignment. our rivals? The United States Army, the United States yep. Navy. Because yep. the Irish, as we know, are un-American. Yep. Well, Notre Stanford. Dame could come with Stanford to the Big USC. Ten, and then it's just the Big 20. I saw a post on Reddit today where it's like, you want Stanford to join the Big Ten? Do you know what assholes their band is? I'm like, <laughs> good. <laughs> I we have a great I, band rivalry. You know, you know, Wisconsin has like the best band in the country. So I'd love to see Wisconsin's band do the stupid walk up against Stanford's jerk band. Oh, you've got awesome. Iowa's Iowa's or Ohio State's fancy band. You got Purdue with a giant ass drum. That would <laughs> no. be great just to watch the bands get out there. Stanford's are like notoriously assholes. Oh, like, are they the they ones brought- who dress? They like dress in like Hawaiian shirts and like. Okay, wait, no, never mind. I might be thinking of a different band. Sorry, they, keep going. They, they, like, the made, they made, after the O.J. Simpson, like, incident where he was driving around in the white Bronco, they made, like, a paper mache horse like a Bronco and covered it in fake blood and brought it out onto their, like, with their marching band. Savage. So there was yeah, some, I like that. Yeah, they, they dread, yeah, no, this is the, this is the band. They don't have a uniform. Or like they do like a dumb take on a uniform where it's like instead of dressing like bandy dorks, they dress like dorks who are in a band. They played like the minions. farmers only theme song when they faced Iowa in the Rose Bowl. 
I'm there's a kid who's playing a trombone with his pants down. Yeah, we need we need more like shitty band rivalries. I want to see a band brawl. Like that would be the best thing to ever do. How how funny how funny would that be though if you did get Stanford playing at Ohio State and when it's like their turn to go on the go on the field for the band, they just like do Ohio like backwards or something. <laughs> they, they do I Ohio like and the guy just like st- dots the eye and pulls down his pants. Yeah, or no, yeah. They, do, they do Ohio, but like they actually never dot the eye. <laughs> so they're just edging the entire time. <laughs> you did bring up the one thing i'm not looking forward to about usc and ucla joining the conference is whenever usc plays a home game it's gonna kind of feel like a rose bowl and if it's like big 10 after Northwestern, dark <laughs> yeah if it's like northwestern be like what the, f- what the fuck are we doing here this is not right like this is not what this yeah. is supposed to look like. I, I agree. I agree, Toy Boy. We we got to talk about this. We're we're all all three of us are sons of the Big Ten, whether we went to Big Ten schools or not. We were we grew up in Big Ten country. We grew up we grew up watching, we grew up watching the Northwestern Wildcats play at eleven a.m. in front of two thousand people. Okay, yep. we we grew up we grew up we we lived. What's the Bane uh, thing? It's like you weren't born in the dark or you adopted the darkness. You weren't born in it. Like we were born into punt offs. Like we were yeah. born into games that were just won by field position. And now we're going to have a bunch of like other other schools that are going to try and appropriate our Big Ten culture. We've been establishing the run for nearly uh, nine decades. 31 years. The three of us have been collectively have been establishing the run for over 90 years. It will be kind of exciting to kind of see the transition and like maybe they start to get like more recruits from like the Midwest area. They're starting to get in some like larger mammal linemen who are not just there to pass set um, 45 times a game in the college system. And maybe maybe we're growing a little bit and in, in, in a couple of years. We don't even recognize the USC's and the UCLA's we see in front of us when they line up in the three tight end, two fullback sets. All of a sudden, UCLA comes in. Comes in and like they've just like stopped passing. I mean, I think it's kind of cool when you see like two football teams square off and they're playing completely different oh, yeah. styles of football. And you're just like, all right, we're gonna try and see if ours is gonna beat yours. Like you've got it's most polarizing in high school where it's like you've got the wing T teams and you've got like the much more like college style, fast paced, quick throw offense. And it's kind of cool to see those teams kind of square off because it's, you know, completely different I, flavors of football. I mean, I, I agree. I, I I agree. There's there's identity behind the way your regional team plays football. And like you grow up like that, you know, I joke about game watching, you know, Saturday morning games of just punts after punts. But like then it was cool to move on to watching you know, like the big 12 later and they would just like yeah. throw the ball all over the field. And you're like, this isn't football. And then you yeah. watch the sec and it's like, just a little bit, you know, I know this is blasphemy, but it's like, it's just a much, much like bigger, faster, stronger version of the big 10. Sure. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think those teams will kind of slowly adapt to big 10 football, but I think, you know, for the first couple of years, at least all the recruits that they've had in the pipeline, they're going to kind of continue their current identities. Isn't Chip Kelly, the UCLA head coach. 
Uh, I believe no. Sarkeesian. No, no, he's at Texas, no. bro. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Delete that. <laughs> wow. Delete that. Sorry, sorry, we'll Chewy. Cut that. Delete that. Cut, cut that. It. Charlie, uh, no. Charlie Chip Strong. Kelly. They they switched. No. Um, no. Who is uh who who's uh, Lincoln Riley's at USC? Lincoln so Riley, that's yeah. that's gonna be fun when he's gonna go. He's gonna go Lincoln Big Riley. Twelve, Big Twelve to Pac Twelve to Big Ten in three straight years might win the conference championship in all three of those years. Just like the weirdest coin toss of all time when the Iowa head coach and sexy Lincoln Riley meet at midfield, like they're just, not, <laughs> I don't, they have What's probably wrong? nothing What's in common. Isn't that yeah, bad looking? Kirk, Kirk he's like 900 years old. Yeah. He's also probably won like 66% of his games. I'm just also, saying, by the way, do you know, it's, a- it's, you know, it's Kirk Ferentz, not Kirk Ferentz. Ferenc. Ferenc. Uh, he's got the accento over that E. I've never heard it pronounced that way. It's a little Kirk too fancy for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's the Pac-12 <laughs> influence already starting to infiltrate the cornfields of Iowa. Ferenc. I wish... Uh, Ferenc. Oh, I am Kirk. Q-U-I-R-Q-U-E. Ferenc. <laughs> there will be some sick... Uh, IU basketball matchups that that at least is a nice little like trade off for you, Luke. When you're probably going to get pounded by the yeah, other two, in he's football. won he's won sixty two percent of his games. Kirk Indiana versus UCLA is like a top oh. five uniform matchup. That's going to be an unbelievable matchup. Yeah, those are great. two great for basketball. Logos. It's going to be fun. USC. I feel like for some reason the first matchup I'm thinking of is USC versus Illinois. I think that'd be a fun game. You I'm thinking uh, UCLA rolling into uh, uh, Lincoln for some Nebraska ball. Nebraska ball. I think uh, Ohio State USC will be a really cool game. That that'll be a mark your calendar one every year. They're going to be in different halves of the conference, though. USC is a leader. Ohio State is oh, a, legend. a legend. Are we sure that's what they're going to do? Are they going to do some kind of realignment? I hope they bring back legends and leaders. It was so fucking <laughs> stupid. I mean, they, East West would make sense. You're literally going from Jersey Shore all the way to California. Big so Ten West have, is going to be like California, Oregon, and Washington now. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. And Nebraska. Dude. It's going to be like uh, NBA, where uh, Minnesota is in the Northwest. <laughs> The other football news we had was the trade of Baker Mayfield to the um, Carolina Panthers. And I can't think of a guy whose stock has fallen farther um, than Baker Mayfield's where they just gave up like, I think a second, a fourth and a fifth for Sam Darnold a year ago. And then they only had to give up a fifth round uh, to get Baker Mayfield back. Conditional, conditional for conditional fourth rounder conditional fourth that's it yeah and then and then, and then they're, they're fifth? that's what i have after a they're... bad day at work oh here's my condition <laughs> and then they're, they're gonna they're gonna the browns are eating 10 million of the salary so panthers only so then five the, the browns are fucking gets... this up right yeah when deshaun yeah. gets suspended who's gonna play for them well i bet you they're trading him now because they probably don't think he's gonna get suspended Right. Oh, they don't need to be suspended at well, all. Well, I, I don't know. I guess maybe the, I, I think Baker is probably out the door 
for sure. Maybe. I don't know. I think you I think you kind of had to dealt him because of the way you handled this, but you probably should have dealt him before. I guess you, you don't really know you're going to get to Sean, you know, because you just kind of – he helped tank his own stock because he had no incentive to hurt the team it, he was going to get traded to. Yeah, and also I think what's interesting is that the Panthers, I believe – so so the Browns really – I think they wanted somebody to eat, like wanted to take on the other half of Baker like right around the draft, which would have been like, I don't know, eight nine million dollars or something like that for a former first round quarter or for a first round quarterback who's gone to the playoffs like it's probably not a terrible idea right giving him a fresh start well then the panthers decide that once once desmond ritter and um who's the other guy um malik willis can he pick it off the board well can can he pick it was already off the board in the first but in the third round the Panthers decided to trade back into the third round, trading one of their picks for this coming year, this coming year's draft to get Matt Corral. And so now they have Matt Corral. Coral. Matt Coral. Thank you. Matt Coral. Uh, Matt Coral. Sam, Golden Dams, Corral. Golden Corral. Dam Sarnold. And former progressive spokesman, Baker Mayfield. So they're gonna have all three. They're gonna have to carry what three a, quarterbacks. What a QB room. They're gonna have to carry three quarterbacks on the roster this year because you can't you can't stash you can't stash Corral and Darnold is making too much money and they gave up too much for him. So I, I, it's just so dumb. It's just these football teams. It, yeah. are so, these football it, teams are so stupid. Like I don't yeah. know. It's like a. It's just so poorly constructed. Like I, we're all obviously it's, Bears you would, fans and. You want, to know super... it, you want to know what it reeks of, Toilet? It reeks of that when that's that time when uh, Pace made that stupid trade for Nick Foles because he had yeah. that horrible contract in Jacksonville and decided to give a fourth round. Oh my pick God, guys, to get news. Nick Foles. What? NASCAR is heading to the Windy City. According to a letter obtained by The Athletic, the city of Chicago has endorsed an event to be held in the city for a three-year stretch beginning in 2023 for a street course in the city oh, of Chicago. sick. Street course? That doesn't sound safe. And it sounds it's like there will not be that trail. much passing. <laughs> it's on I-55. It's actually, right out, through Na- the city. It's actually out in Naperville. <laughs> it would be kind of oh, cool. Come on. That, was did, like, that was a good joke. <laughs> if they did... Uh, like suburban highways. It's just that would be pretty. They just, all they do is just race in Texas, but like it just looks terrible because there's 16 lane highways and they just don't have enough cars. <laughs> well, you'd probably get a lot more viewership because it's like, oh my god, like I'm stuck in traffic there every day. It would be so cool to see a car <laughs> go fast there, going through Cumberland. <laughs> actually, going through traffic, like they actually just let some people drive out into the track. Yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. What year is that, Luke? Beginning next year, 2023. Uh, I was hoping it was more like a college football thing, like beginning in 2032. No, and it would happen over 4th of July weekend. All right, Luke, we might have to get tickets and matching shirts with Zach's. Yep, I'm coming. Tickets. Well, we, we, could just do, we could just do the Ally 400 into the Chicago. Uh, who is it sponsored by? Like, I don't know, the Lou Malnati's Grand Prix. <laughs> LOL. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you brought up the Nick's Fol- Nick Foles trade before uh, we got off a little tangent there, and that made me sad. But um, overall, it, I think it just speaks to like poor planning, like you're kind of building one stair at a time because there weren't a lot of teams out there that were looking for a quarterback to start the season. And the fact that you were trying to figure all this out in the summer when you're doing installs and like building team chemistry and like figuring out who's going to be on your team at the most premier position uh, in football, which is the quarterback, um, I think speaks to very poor planning. And they kind of went all in on this year with some contracts they handed out to uh, Mari Cooper, some other skill position players. Um, Wait, is Mari Cooper on the Panthers? No, he's on the uh, Browns. Oh, oh, that's right. The Browns know are going the Bears... all, They're going to fuck this up so badly. They're going to yeah, go like, like they four kinda... and 13. They had a window, and they just kind of shut their own fingers on it. So I'm <laughs> glad the Bears aren't in that position. But Dog, you could have uh... told me that the Bears could have gotten Baker Mayfield for a conditional fifth-round pick. Like If that hypothetically were able to happen last year... I would have been skipping around the block. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I would agree with that. This is ridiculous I mean, too. The pan the Panthers are projected 37 million over the cap next year already. Oh my god. Let's go. The team like, sucks. How do you how do you get that capped out? And the Browns are Browns are 13 million They're over the cap. How do you right how now. do you get how do you get that? No cap. Yeah, no cap. The Panthers no, are capping. Seriously, That's they cap, don't have dude. they have no cap. Um how do you get that over the cap with like such a loud, like just lousy, not lousy roster, but just a meh roster? It's just a meh. They're still paying for uh, Kelvin Benjamin's hit at craft services. Wow. That's very cap. <laughs> oh, our week one preseason game is against the Kansas City Chiefs. How much, uh, oh, how much anti monkey butt powder do you think Kelvin Benjamin had to use playing football in Carolina? Stop. <laughs> Monkey butt powder. What did what did Booger McFarland say? He was like, he's a biscuit short of being a tight end. One biscuit away from being a tight end. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Charlie, can you use that on one of your kids this season? Just do some uh, motivation. I'm no longer coaching football, but I'm happy to dole it out as an insult to <laughs> just you know, like a survive. student. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Did you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just, just, just some, just some, just some light body shaving, just some tasteful body shaving. Uh, speaking of body shaming, Luke, I see you're back on on the Strava app. It's good to see you out there, getting getting your steps in, getting your miles in, logging logging your hours. You all are three truly a boys man. are hanging yeah. out on the Strava app. Follow us That's all right, on the baby. Strava. <laughs> Zach, you've been getting after it too. I have. I took I took today off. I'm a big time two days on one day offer. Oh, okay. How Look, what's your you what's your what's your routine? Are you two? Are you every day? Or are you uh, five days a week? Or what? I try and do six days a week. Okay. But last weekend was a holiday weekend. I was drinking a little bit more than usual, so <laughs> took an extra day off. We see our man Chewy went on now, a 15 mile my... run the other day. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah nerd he also started it at like eight o'clock in the morning when i have to assume it was 97 degrees in oh Austin. bro bro when i when i run i run at like 5 30 in the morning and right now and it's like oh it's like 80 degrees at, at that oh. at that oh. early it's brutal oh 
Barf. Oh, thank you for the kudos, Toy Boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting you guys up right now. Luke, where do you have a treadmill? You live in the city. Uh, I It's at my gym at work. Oh, okay. Dude, and, and Ben, ben Minnick gets after it, too. He's he's doing he's doing evening swims, two thousand yards. My gosh, let's get Damn. like five emails from Strava saying the toilet like my activity. Yep, you got it, baby. Just uh, guys supporting dudes. Just dudes oh, being dear. guys. Yeah, talking about mileage and times and elevation gains and all the numbers because working out Do- isn't nerdy enough. Do you do uh, any of you have like a connected heart rate monitor, like a puller? Yeah, I got I just got a smartwatch and it do has you like the it? heart rate on it. Yeah, I love it. My what kind, of, what kind did you it. get? It's a Garmin Venue 2. I accidentally bought it on eBay. So uh, I, I was on eBay looking at uh, like this particular model of smartwatch <laughs> looking for a deal and I put in a bid on it because it was really low price. I was like, but it was auction. So I was like, this is great. Like I'm going to get this for super cheap. And then I looked at it and it was a little bit more heavily used than I initially, <laughs> initially looked at. And then like, once you put in a bid, there's no takes these backsies wow. <laughs> auction style. Wow. So not only did I like put in a high bid, but I also like put in a number of bids. Cause you can say like how high you're willing to, go against somebody and i ended up winning and i absolutely love it but um yeah yeah no i know i i know uh a lot of a lot of my running friends who run as well they they, they're garmin people it turned out okay it actually you know looks all right Ah, Um, it's only got like one minor scratch on it but damn 400 bucks yo i got it for 182 it's worth it Oh, okay. I don't do I need the premium features? Premium features includes AMOLED display, traditional round watch design, stainless steel hardware, health snapshot, animated on screen workouts, and floors climbed. Yeah, don't think I need that. Oh, that's the one I have. What I like about it is that it hooks up to Spotify, so I don't have to bring my phone with me on Frat. What do you well what happens if you get lost? What happens if you get hurt? I lie on the help? grid system and I, I just yell help. <laughs> help. <laughs> help. Oh, by the way, I can get it for four interest-free payments of $62.49 with Klarna. Klarna. <laughs> the Klarna. Klarna. <laughs> What's that? Did you get 40, 43, or 45 millimeters? I have no idea. Brat. I got used in an envelope from kentucky i got used uh yeah uh no free ads but garmin garmin sponsored pod give me money sponsor the pod i'm an influencer for you speaking of no free ads have you guys seen the minions movie yet yes i have so what was the impetus of you and your wife? Your wife is now 29, right? Uh, she is. And you're 31. 
that I am. You do not have children. You have you, zero uh, like children. A, a visiting niece or nephew. Uh, we did not. And you said to each other, "Ba na 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 na." Let's go to the Minions movie. I. Uh, <laughs> you guys close get a lot to of it. Movies. Close to it, but uh, yeah, we uh, well, my uh, no, my 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 wife, she likes my wife, she likes uh, my wife. she 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 likes some of the you know kids like animated movies. They you know chalk it up to like being around first graders all the time. Yeah. Um. So she just, you know likes to likes to relate, and and we we're looking for something to do, and we've already seen like everything that's out. I noticed in our Spotify blend that Baby Shark was your number one most played song. <laughs> it is. Several versions of it, actually. Um, I love that string quartet version of Baby Shark. <laughs> I love excuse one is your wife, and then excuse number two built into your wife is she's doing research to be better at her job. So <laughs> you're doing a great PR 101 on yourself right now. Um <laughs> No, and all, and all, and all, and all. Honestly, we we went because we we just we wanted to go wanted to go to a movie for the for for the weekend. But uh, we also do the Stubbs A list stuff for AMC. So like, it's not like you don't necessarily feel like you're shelling out a bunch of money when you're gonna go just go see Minions for fun. You get Stubbs barbecue when you do that too. (laughs) No. And uh, can you tell us about the setup? Were you able to sneak in any snacks? Did you pay full price bro. for some snacks? Where did you guys sit? Did you have bro. assigned seats? Bro, bro, we have assigned seats. We were in the Dolby Theater, too. So, like, we had, like, the immersive <laughs> sound. <laughs> <laughs> the, the min- it was like the minions were right there. It's like they were real. Smell-o-vision. Right <laughs> They give you like yeah. a headset to put on, like a little mask. One of the it, it was, it was like they were, it was like they were right. It was like, it was just like they're sitting right next to me, you know. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, I would never sneak anything into the movie because that's illegal. But if I would, okay. if I were to do that, I would have, I'd sneak in a couple of maybe I'd sneak in like a, a can of Diet Coke, um, mm. the box of Charleston Chews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been known to sneak in a uh, McDonald's cheeseburger oh, on occasion. Wow. I've also wow. been known to sneak in a cheesy gordita crunch. Um, but uh, we, we, you know, we, 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 we do buy, we buy popcorn. Um, and that's yeah. our, that's our, that's our contribution. And did you, um, I'm going to picture, were you ahead of the trend here wearing the three-piece suit or did you just go with a shirt and tie? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I did I did not get dressed up, but there was I, I, there was an entire row of uh, what I think to be high school age kids who were all dressed up in suits. And I'm not kidding. It was like a row of like 40 of them <laughs> <laughs> all, wearing, all wearing suits and ties. And guess what? It wasn't just gentle minions. It was lady minions too. Gentle lady minions as well. Gentle uh, minionettes. Have... Gentle minions and gentle minionettes. By the way, are the minions to... are the are the minions problematic? They're all boy names. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. But maybe there's some boy love in there, so it evens out. <laughs> I, I, um, if... I can only live my life, and I can only continue on. If I assume that the minions are sexless beings, for the love of God. 
There's definitely going to be a porn there hub are, entry. There are no female dwarfs. Some people think that they just sprout up from the ground. It's the beards. It's the beards. 100% we would have rolled up, you know, 10, 15 dudes deep in shirt and tie for a Minions movie if we were in college. Oh if, we, oh, if we were in high school at this time, we oh, would for yeah. sure be going to Minions in 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 our in our suit and ties and we would be very loud and obnoxious about it too our like, hair so, would be permed we would be wearing one of us would have one of those like pendant cross earrings and we would be going to see the minions that's a great i mean we're we're million dollar ideas guys this is a great idea to come out with just a terrible movie to get the rocky horror picture show treatment that people just go there to mock it i mean ooh, money's ooh. money you know what we should do is boys to minions where we wear black turtlenecks and chains. Yes. And dress like yes. boys to men to go to see the minions. Movie. Boys to minions. That's a post right there. That's that's getting a thousand yeah, thumbs that's, ups that's, uh, in an that's, hour. That's uh, 54.6 thousand likes on Twitter. Yep, for sure. 22,000 retweets and, and boys to minions and a and, and thousand comments um so on a scale from nine to ten how good was this movie (laughs) (sighs) oh well i would say um what i enjoyed about it was that it was only 90 minutes um oh tight 90 minutes tight 90 minutes uh there was there were some leaps and uh in in uh the plot and uh i think the uh the the mcguffin was uh a little on the head um Mm. You can That's spoil the minions cinephi- movie for it's us. For us cine- <laughs> it's for us cinephiles. It was weird. It was weird. Like it was weird that was like it was Steve Carell's voice for like a young group, but I guess they just had him do the voice, and then they pitched it up with like uh, technology or something to make him sound like a kid. Or maybe that was just him. I, I don't mean, know. the South Park guys have been doing that for like decades at this point. <laughs> uh, but there, but. It, there were there were some uh, there were some uh, good uh, parody songs uh, instead of I see a bad moon rising I see a bad Gru rising. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Damn. the soundtrack and might be other, more famous than bangers. the actual catalog. What'd you say? Any other bangers? I'm I'm assuming that maybe the soundtrack might even become more famous than the, the I... catalog itself. Yeah, I mean there there's a, there's some other ones, but I can't remember them. I mean, Bad Grew, Bad Grew Rising is uh, it's so, so memorable. How are you supposed to remember anything else? You know, so is this How a, a focus on anything else? Is this an origin story? Wow, um, it's a sequel to an origin story. Stop it! Oh wait, yeah, wasn't there already a kid version of him being Grew? I am not familiar with the entire discography. <laughs> I've the seen Despicable Me. I cinematography. Cinematography. The discography of the soundtracks. I'm very familiar with the soundtracks, not as familiar with the cinematography plotline of the Gru Minions universe. The Minion verse. The Mini Minion verse. Minion Aid. The Despicable Cinematic Universe. It would be a cool crossover, maybe some Marvel crossover. 
Maybe some Top Gun crossover. No. <laughs> yes. There we go. <laughs> now we're talking. We need to get the cruise man. <laughs> oh, did you see that they did? Did you see that they did an office, an office parody with the minions and Gru? Oh, I did see that. Yeah. But that wasn't like created by the office people. That was just like fan art, wasn't it? No, I think that was that was released by the studio. Oh. That was released by Illumination. As... Oh, okay, because it's Steve Carell. Okay, yeah, because because Steve Carell's Gru is the same as Michael Scott, right? Because remember, the actor played both. Ah, uh, yes. No actor, no that. actor has ever played two roles before. <laughs> uh, you didn't answer the question. Nine no. out of ten. Nine to ten. A 10, an 11? Give it a 9.2. 2. 9.2. 2. So of, a 2 out of 10. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was it was fine. It was fine. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. You know the movie I watched the other day that was actually really good? What? Rambo First Blood. I watched it. It was great. I watched it on the 4th of July. The very patriotic flick. <laughs> That movie's that movie's good. It's it's largely considered like a good movie, not just like a good action movie, but I think it's a good movie. And by the way, it's not called Rambo First Blood; it's just called First Blood. The First Blood. I uh, watched Hustle on the Fourth of July, and I thought it was pretty bad. Like the Amy Adams Christian Bale one. No, the Adam Sandler one that just came out. Oh, oh it I'm seemed like a American passion Hustle. project. It seemed like like Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 was an excuse for him to hang out with the boys and Hustle was an excuse for him to like hang out with NBA players. Wancho. Respect. But I mean, he could just do that with Kevin Garnett. I think he proved that he can do that and make a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, What else we need? Adam Sandler. I believe an Adam Sandler movie was the first movie that we reviewed on the pod. Yeah, he'd be Halloween. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I can't believe that was a movie. Was that during was that during quarantine or did that come out before? That was during quarantine for sure, but I did not yeah. we, our homework was to watch it, but I did not watch it. I watched Halloween it. 2020. What a treat. What oh and Ray Liotto is in that RIP. Rip. Was there anything else we need to hit this week before we get out of here? Um, no, I can save uh, missed connections and dear Zachary for next week, unless we need some advice from Zach to round it out for the week. Now, why do I have to give the advice? I, I feel like <laughs> dear, you're jo- the, dear Jonathan, you're you're the you're the wisest out of all of us. I mean, you're no. married. You're the uh, oldest. You're you're the oldest. I am the oldest. You have two that's, dogs. That's objective. I do have two dogs. Um, you have two dogs. You go on many vacations. I've gone on one vacation. Okay. Well, this we'll, year. Just, we'll just ask your, fa- your father's a man of faith. Yeah, he is. Well, he is. let's not let's not bring that up before I ask him some of these questions. Because <laughs> because many these, deep drives to left these, field. These questions are going to make us uh, challenge, or going to make us uh, question if there's a god. Is that, why you're, is that what you're saying? No, no, not necessarily. It's just, you know, um, you know, of course, I'm single. 
toilet is to be married. So um, none of us have ever really had a, a love connection. And I think that we just need your advice on uh, some of this <laughs> stuff as, as someone who is in a, in a, in a marital type relationship. Yes. Having a marital connection. Um, dear Zachary, my husband recently discovered he likes to be punched in the balls. How do we do it safely? <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess uh, I get a pair of boxing mitts. Uh, that, <laughs> okay. should, that, should, that should sort of dead the blow a little bit. Or um, have, him, uh, have him freeze some, some sperm before you guys do a lot of like ball punching. And then you'll just have a <laughs> bank of sperm and never have to worry about making him impotent. When's the last time you guys got hit in the balls? Oh, that's a good. Um, I think it's softball. I took I took a I took like a grounder off the nads one time. That was pretty devastating. A grounder to your grundle. A grounder to my under undercarriage. Does doing like a weird sit down and sitting on your balls a little bit count as getting hit in the balls? Well, if you count it as getting hit in the balls, like, did it feel like when you remember getting hit in the balls when we were in high school? No, like the last time I got like a stomach ache, like that type of that type of pain. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Like where you feel it like all the way up to your esophagus pretty much. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I think it was you sat on your school, own honestly. balls as a 31 year old. How warm was that room and how loose were your shorts? <laughs> you don't want to know how warm my rooms are and how loose my shorts are, toilet. <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't I can't I can't remember the last time I was hitting the balls, which makes me think that it was probably in high school. Probably um, getting you so have you you have you were never sack tapped in college. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was not in a frat, and I don't want to kink shame someone who enjoys getting hit in, in the balls but um yeah i don't know how you would do this safely we had we had like a we had like a two-week sack tapping war that like got so out of hand that we had to like, have someone broker a peace treaty with everybody <laughs> in our so house it got yeah it just got so bad a call to arms the arms race had to had to be stopped oh gosh Oh, question number is two. Is that for just you. like a, is that just like a married thing? Like we've been having sex with the same person for 20 years. We got to do something different. Let's involve some pain. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I guess we can answer. I'll, that I'll let minutes. you, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when, when I hit the, when I hit the 20 year mark. Is Luke trying we'll, to get we'll, more stuff? Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. And, uh, oh, oh gosh, no, I was making, I was pantomiming a speed bag. Like I'm like I'm oh, Tyson so getting ready for uh, toilet in, for a in the first week of July of 2039. We'll we'll come back and we'll talk about this question. We'll okay, revisit it. it's like the the yep. only way is if I am getting racked. Is I take my skateboard down to the local library and I try to board slide the handrail and I fail every time. But afterwards, buddy, it's go time. It is rock hard. It is game on. All right, question two. Um, question two. P- 
parenting young children during the pandemic has not resulted in much sexy time in my marriage. Oh, How do we get the sexy back? Yeah. 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 So far, exercise and time apart seems to be helping. Any other ideas? Oh, uh, time apart. Like, what's she doing something in the time apart or what? Well, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You go on like a a business trip or something. I don't know. Oh, are they? Th- oh, they're probably talking about. They're probably talking about absence from the kids. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I'd say probably a lot of like I, I'd probably just do more surprise surprise trips to grandma and grandpa's. <laughs> Whoa, we're doing another weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, you're going to grandma and grandpa's for another for another two nights. What surprise um, to hear? What no, makes no, me no, 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 no. Are you going to do the Nathan Fielder thing where he builds the <laughs> where he builds the box? For the yeah. <laughs> kids didn't hear anything kid can't hear anything he's just in there with an ipad and a coca-cola what is going to like make us want to have more sex is like physically distancing ourselves from the consequences of having sex (laughs) (laughs) who we love (laughs) i'm also surprised to hear exercise is a uh catalyst for getting the mood right because it seems like it would do probably the opposite. Why is exercise sexy and stimulating to a married couple? Get the blood flowing. Yeah, just it's it's like a confidence boost, don't you think? Okay, okay. Makes you it makes you, you feel it makes you feel a little uh, makes you feel a little friskier. You got your tight outfit on. You're ready to eat some sweaty box. Wow, went there. I was gonna say, you know, you, you got you got your you Does got that your to be right afterward toilet. <laughs> you got your you got your you got your Lululemon shorts on and your uh and your work function t-shirt. It's all sweaty. Yeah, you were a stripping down my belly button. <laughs> Ooh, you're you're pop off Strava and you know it's plow type. Oh my gosh. You were on wow, a softball how... team? Damn. Luke. Wow. So Luke recorded a Strava uh, workout, but it doesn't look like he ever left a room in his house. His heart rate is at 190. We're very <laughs> concerned about him. Is there a question three? I mean, I've got a bunch, um, but we can wrap oh. it up with this one. You know, this is a matter of, uh, you know, further importance. Um, in the mountain climbing community, there's a backlash. <laughs> against a route at this particular climbing site that's named Gangbang. <laughs> Critics say that it refers to a non-consensual sexual act. Oh, Your okay. thoughts? Oh, um, I think the critics might need to double check their definition of what that word means. Yeah, I didn't right? know non-consensual was a part of it. I didn't know definition. non-consensual is either. Um, if it is not consensual, then they need to they need to call the police. I can't think of a better place to have group sex than outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> what about like the bottom of like one of those California swimming pools where they skateboard? <laughs> How about the beach? And not a clean no, beach, a dirty no. beach. <laughs> the beach. The sand is coarse. Sex on the beach. Group sex on the beach. Um, 
the uh, the response to this, uh, Zach, you were spot on, is that missionary position can also be non-consensual. Ooh. Just saying. Uh, is this referring to like a gangbang that happened on the trail or like the trail is so difficult it feels like you're getting gangbanged while trying to traverse it? Having consumed the McGangbang from McDonald's, <laughs> I think it's the latter. Okay. Because <laughs> that that's sense. what that feels like. If you, Luke, had a McGangbang, how long are you out of commission? Ah. Uh. The rest How long of would the it day? take? To get, yeah, I spent a weekend in Philly and just had like kind of not like the worst trash to my body, but we were going out to eat. We were drinking quite a bit, and I think I had a two and a half day hangover, trying to get the body right again, eating lots of salad, drinking lots of water. Oh my gosh, what is reset. this? This big gangbang looks amazing. <laughs> you know, man, you should, you land- should go ahead and try one. And report no, back on how long it puts you out of commission. Full send is the land, air, and sea. You get the, <laughs> the it's a Big Mac, it's a fish fillet, and it's a McChicken. Oh my God, it's like the size of my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bun. The first half is just bun. <laughs> oh, you put all the buns together and just like all the toppings or like all the like ingredients in the middle. So the chicken, <laughs> the fish, and the two patties are next to each other and six buns. <laughs> oh my gosh, this this thing is ridiculous. That takes minimum like probably a week to work its way completely out of your system. <laughs> yeah, it's like chewing gum. I don't know if your body actually digests it. Oh, I see another one called the the crunchy double. What what's in the crunchy double? Oh, this might be it's is a Daily Mail thing, so it's probably British. Oh, definitely oh, don't, don't want to know. We don't support that. No, it's a McDonald's hack. Oh, life hack. Ooh. What, what do you got here, hold on, Zach? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The okay, actually, I like it. I like this a lot. I might actually go <laughs> order one of these right now. Go get a crunchy double for uh, for uh, for for research. Uh, well, it's it in is... the crunchy double. Okay, you get a you get a McDouble, and then you put uh, a couple of chicken nuggets. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a crunch wrap. Two Crunchwrap Supremes, McDouble in the middle. Okay, get the get the six piece chicken McNuggets with the double cheeseburger plus tangy, not just barbecue sauce, but tangy barbecue sauce, and make it yourself. There's 750 calories in the Crunchy Double order. So I'm on a website that has all the McDonald's hacks on it. I'm Zach. I'm sure on the same site. <laughs> Some of them are so stupid. The McDonald's McCrepe. Are you ready for this? (laughs) (laughs) So you get an order of the hotcakes and then you pour uh, the yogurt parfait in between two of the pancakes. I honestly cannot believe that 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 meal has lasted this long 
The hotcakes? <laughs> yeah. The hotcakes breakfast. I remember I used to get that as a kid. It reminds me of O'Hare Airport in American Airlines. It says that the popularity for the McCrape is medium. <laughs> I significantly doubt that. Oh, dude. I mean, the hash brown McMuffin just looks elite. Well, who who didn't do that as a child? I didn't know that was like something that people didn't know about. I, I feel like I've been doing that for decades. What? Putting hash, the, brown, hash brown McMuffin? Hash brown on the McMuffin, yeah. Oh, nice. Good for you. Not to brag. I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably do that. That sounds good. I think I'm probably going to do that. I, I get McDonald's breakfast like two or three times a year and I'm probably going to, and I like look forward to it every time. It usually coincides with whenever we have to do a, a car trip, like a long car trip, yeah. but I'm going to do this sausage, egg and cheese, McGriddle, and then put that hash yep. brown right in the middle. And then I'm a pass yep. out. Yeah. Toilet. This is one that um, evokes a menu item mm-hmm. from our childhood. It's called the big McChicken. <laughs> it is available at all locations. It costs $6.99. And the popularity is medium low. Oh, perfect. Same. So the way that you um, order it is that you get a Big Mac, but instead of buns, you replace them with the McChicken patties. Oh, this reminds me of the double down. It's the double down. It's the McDonald's double down. It's the Mc, it's the McDouble down. I mean, I thought the Mc, the 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 double down was kind of the the preface to the keto diet because it was basically <laughs> chicken, bacon, and Thousand Island dressing. So. <laughs> yeah, that with the side of almonds, and you're having a very healthy lunch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the worst person at your the worst person in your office is telling you that they're having a healthy lunch. <laughs> and your salad is actually the unhealthy thing because it has chickpeas yeah. on it. Oh, you know how much calories are in that salad dressing? Like, fuck you. I'm eating a goddamn salad. <laughs> Even the placebo effect is enough to make me feel like I'm being healthy. You're eating like salami filled with cream cheese. <laughs> like your aorta is is <clears throat> drowning right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a I eat a pound of bacon every day. Why am I not I'm, losing weight? This is keto. Now I'm weirdly hungry as this conversation carries on. Yeah, I really kind of want to go get a, a, a McDouble or a McGivic chicken gangbang or whatever it's called. Uh, well, maybe that's a good place to leave it. A crunchy double. Oh, that looks so good. Go get yourself a crunchy double. Tell them the Midworst boys sent you with promo code MIDWORST. And you just whisper in their ear, MIDWORST, and they'll give you 10 cents back. We're definitely in our 30s, guys, because we were talking about sex advice, and we ended up talking about, like, different types of cheeseburgers. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. That's our demo. All right. Later, boys. All your mothers, boys.